Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Would you like to contribute to the conversation? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, what condition conversation was in. Jay Talking with Bradley Jay. I listen to morning with the sun up. I'm busy. WBZ News Radio 1030. I tune my radio to AM 1030. The radio's all yours now. I talked to a man whose name is Bradley J. Improved my mind in a wonderful way. I just called in to see what condition conversation was in. Yeah, yeah. His name is Fitzy, correct? That is correct, sir. You are Jay talking, and I'm Bradley Jay. We'll be with you. I'll be with you, Midnight to Five Live. And for a couple hours, we have Craig Fitzgerald, known heretofore as Fitzy. I, I, for some reason, I want to say I don't feel right. I don't feel like that's enough. <laughs> So my mom Fitzy. tuned in actually yeah. the last time that you called me Fitzy, and she said, "Why? How come he's how come he's, he's calling you Fitzy?" <laughs> doesn't like that. Is your mom out there now? I don't know if she isn't. She may be awake right now. Do you hang around with her? Of course I do. She live out there, and she lives in uh, Hopkinton. Yeah. What, hello, mom. What's her name? Florence. Florence. Hi, Florence. Yeah. Florence, you raised a good kid there. <laughs> so we uh, Craig comes armed with three questions that are automotively oriented, and I like them. Let's go with the let's go with the safety one first. Okay. So here's the, if you haven't bought a car in the last 10 years, there's a lot of new safety technology that's not even not even just available, but is often standard that is making cars and making driving a lot safer and it's you can demonstrate that it's it's making it safer. So I'm interested to find out whether or not that technology is either A, frightening to you, or B, enough to get you into a new car. So if I was going to tell you that your next car is going to have technology that you don't even know is on the car that is going to stop that car if it senses that you're about to get in an accident, is that technology that you want on your next car? So do you want all this newfangled stuff or not? And you also have to pay for it. Well, so most of the time now on, so like on all Toyotas, on all Subarus, on all Hondas, all of this technology is baked into the price, no matter what trim you buy. Right, but you're paying. You're paying for it. You're, I mean, through the price of the car, yes, but it is standard. You don't get the choice of, you know, buying either that or the uh, Chrome hubcaps. Why don't they give you the choice? What if you could get what was the equivalent of a 67 whatever with nothing but a... Gearbox and a gas pedal and a steering wheel. So Can, uh, and it would be like half the price. Would why isn't that an option? Be, because the the safety is a selling point, right? So if a manufacturer can say all of our vehicles have been rated 
top safety pick plus by the IIHS. That's a, that's that goes right in their marketing, right? It's the it's a it's a singular piece of information that they can get out there that's different than some other manufacturers. If every one of their cars has this stuff, now, this they don't stuff- care whether you have to pay for it or not. They would rather have you pay for it, you know. And if you're going to opt for it, that's what they figured out in the in the 90s with anti-lock brakes. Where if you gave people the option between anti-lock brakes and and a sunroof, they take the safety. No, they took the sunroof every time. Well, that's the thing. Maybe they people don't the want sunroof. safety. They are don't you, are you want. Sure, they, they want safety. They don't want it. If given the choice, okay, you will. So pick, we're forcing them to have safety. Yes. And folks, do you want to be forced to have safety? Do you want to be forced to pay for safety? Like you could have a safe car that you're good in in a collision. But it doesn't have all kinds of bells and whistles. It could have the best frame right. that you know does the crash test great, but it doesn't have the electronic screen with the backup thing and the and all the the lane warning systems. I right. don't know if that stuff's worth it. I so right. That's the question: is Folks, whether is or not it? is it worth it? Well, what do you think, Mister? Well, I can demonstrate. I mean, I know for a fact that automatic emergency braking is saving a lot of people from rear-end collisions, a lot. Like 25% over the first year that that, that, that technology was it has, available. It has reduced rear-end collisions? Right. So it, so it either prevents them entirely, which is, which is, I mean, that's the key, is to prevent the accident from happening entirely, or it reduces the severity of the crash because it applies the brakes 100%. Whereas most drivers, you know, when they when they go and they they extract the black box out of your car, which you don't know is in there, but it's in there. Yeah. And they and they look at these things to figure out what the circumstances say, of the accident were. Mashed down on a brake. You you were you were hitting that brake at at 45% because you've been, you know, there are many of us our age that were told don't lock it up. Don't lock it up. You can't lock it up anymore. So you you're really not effectively trying to stop that car huh. so Actually, by the way do insurance rates go down because of a reduction in rear end collisions? well that's a good question they because should. they never seem to yeah why why isn't there a law that says if you're going to have rates based on raised on actuarial tables why shouldn't they be lowered on them as well correct correct 617-254-1030 folks use you know many guests i don't encourage calls but with fitzy i certainly do the all the usual stuff is there you can in yeah, addition, any any kind of questions. Any, addition, huh? any questions like, I've got a three-year-old, uh, you know, whatever it's called. Mercury Topaz yeah, from, exactly. from 1987. <laughs> what's the one What's the one that begins with S? It's a mer- Mercury. Mercury Sable. Yes. <laughs> should I trade it? The should I trade or should I Or go? should I know uh, is always on the table. The whole... I have a project car is on the table, or my my most awesome car, that whole thing. Because you don't get a lot of chances to share that cool car you had when you were a youngster. So that's we also provide that service. There are also three other, two other topics that have questions. One involves, and we won't get into the the depth, the details of it now. One involves the court case that said chalking your tires is an illegal ser- form of search and seizure or search. And the other one is distracted driving. We hear a lot about it, but we kind of want to ask you, and I don't know, I hope you'll be honest. 
doesn't really everyone drive distracted all the time? Don't you? Doesn't everyone you see around always drive distracted? And isn't this whole be safe, don't drive distracted is just kind of a sad lip service that no one pays attention to. It's true. And it's it's exactly one of the reasons why why a lot of this sort of semi-autonomous technology that's taking some control of the car is existing because people are really not that good at driving cars. And it's we, amazing that we lose f as few people on the road as we I know. And we used to talk about self-driving cars, and we don't hear about that anymore. Is that going away? No, no, no. We don't no, hear it's, about it's, it at all. No, what, what what's happening is that that the 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 groundwork is all these safety it's things. all there it's all there and it's a it's it's just a matter of time it, it really is if you could snap your fingers and i know you love drive or you love cars and driving but if you could snap your fingers and have it be an automated world where you get into your pod and just ride and wouldn't have to drive it, completely automated cars taking you where you want to go would you would you hit the button and make that happen instantly I'd want both, right? So if I'm yeah. going, if I'm if I'm taking a ride up to Vermont somewhere, and and you know the roads are nice, and there's not a lot of traffic around, and I'm just enjoying myself behind the wheel, I I would love that. But if I have to drive through Hartford, Connecticut, I want to push want the button, pod. and I don't I don't I don't want to do anything. I wonder. I always wonder what you think, Craig, and I never ask, and I always wonder what everybody thinks. There's the big two, kind of the modern Camaro and the modern Mustang, and I'm curious what everybody. What everyone thinks is a cooler car, right? What just looks better, and I'm, I'm gonna go with the Mustang now. Uh, I've had my problems with Mustang designs in the past. It's kind of, it's funny, things that Mustang body shapes that I thought were really horrible. Yeah, kind of they grow on. They you. get like this uh, nostalgic thing right. going on. I always hated the Mustang too. Well, forever. Can you ever like the Mustang too? I, I had a four I, cylinder. I am now Oh man. I am now looking back on that car with some some decided nostalgia. It came in a four and a six. Did it and an eight. With, and an yeah. eight too. Yeah, it came with a lousy uh you know emissions choked V eight. But uh they, I I look back on those cars with, with great fondness at the moment. How come? Because their body so, shape is weird. So I, they will it I will tell you, yeah. my my best friend in high school, his sister Joanne, uh, who who passed away a year or so ago, she had one growing up. She was two, three years older, three or four years older than us, and we were just you know lousy thirteen year old kids. And she took us everywhere in that thing. Yeah, a little yellow. Mustang, black interior. We drove everywhere in that car, and I look back on that car with great fondness now. Is that something you would ever pick up and? I, if I do could over? buy one cheap, I think I, you probably I could. Would, right? I wouldn't do one over. I would find, you know, if, if one, one came up that was really nice, I would buy it in a second. Yes, I would. And then you would improve it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'd clean it up as much. And so, if a guy that a friend of mine was buying a '67 um, Barracuda. And the guy that he was buying this car from, I went to look at the car for him, and he had a Gia, uh, the a Carmen uh, Gia. Uh, no, the the Mustang two a Mustang Mustang two Gia. Which I don't was know the, that one. It was just it was like a high trim level of the Mustang okay. two. It had a it had a padded roof on it, and you know better interior and stuff, and it, just a beautiful little car. It just like it looked right to me. Now all of a sudden, well, can you give me? A Give us your sort of uh, review of the body shape of the Camaro and the Mustang. Like, for me, 
I Camaro right looks now, a little bit comic booky. Yeah, li- little transformer. You know, just it, it, like it, kind of Batmobile, like yeah. the inflated poof, right out the side thing. Right, and it was it was like it, it's it's like they, you know, eight or seven or eight years ago was like all right, we're definitely going in the. 1960s mode here the way that that the mustang did you know we're we're trying to recapture what was going on in 1968 and they did that to a great degree i love that car and now it's like yeah we're trying to get away from that and we're gonna make this thing look this is mustang now no this is camaro Camaro. okay this is camaro it's kind of a little too origami for me you know what i mean it's like little folded paper you know sharp creases and stuff and to me that's not what that car should be all about where does the camaro kind of get better and better the mustang i mean the mustang got mustang you know it's funny everyone that comes out i look at and go eh, you know i kind of don't like it as much as the last one and then within a year it really starts to grow on me and the current car i think is i think is stunning yep it's a lot of money i mean they but they're both expensive you can buy them cheaper than the MSRP is. You know, the street price is, you know, $8,000 less. They're a relatively good value. And I think, you know, geez, I, you could drive a Mustang all year long uh, if you wanted to, but it would be a terrific car to, 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 to bang around. Do you have a favorite for the- color in that? Uh, whatever that sort of grabber blue is. I always like a blue car. I, I love a blue car. You never see them. Hey, you know, uh, right near where I live, uh, uh, there's a gas station, and some guy that works there, I guess, has a blue duster. Oh, nice with a with a hood scoop. Yep, that Is was that a three forty. What's could have been a three forty? Yeah, that was that was the the three forty duster was the the hot setup, cheap. You know, cheap that's what you had like, in high school. That's what kids had. Yeah, and somehow imagine you could afford a car like that in high school. That's how times have changed. Right, you could get a new car even though if you were in high school. Some kids did it. Everybody's. I remember a lot of people's moms and grandmothers had, had dusters. dusters, and I always, even in like the six-cylinder version, was a handsome, really nice-looking little car. And Loved I don't know if car. it came it was at the same time, but then there was the Dodge Dart Swinger. So the yes, correct. So the Dart Swinger was like seventy-two, seventy-three, and then the next year, the Dart Two-Door, which used to be the Swinger. That was the Dart Sport was the Duster was the same car. Okay, yeah. So they were they were exactly the same car. I remember in high school. I just remember they this. were neat cars. I in really East, liked them up in East Rochester. Somebody had there's a straight stretch of road up there, and I remember it was um, spring day, and I wasn't in school for some reason. Yeah, and I was hitchhiking, and somebody had one of these. I think it was a Swinger. It was yellow. It was jacked up in the back, and it had this. I don't know what he did to the exhaust, but it had that cr- it had a crackling yeah, kind yeah. of little glass pack on there Maybe. or something. And yeah. you know, that's what he did all day long was drive that fast. Yep. That was it. Those are people good. would come into the high it was totally drive into the high school with your thing all yep. jacked up boom, 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 and to go really slow so everybody sees you. Right. So hang out. I, so now I have a, a and you know this, I have a fifteen year old daughter now, just turned fifteen yeah. yesterday. And I drop her off at, at high school in Holliston in the morning, and I pull into the parking lot. And every single morning, I pull into the parking lot, and I say to her, you know what? Look around you. Look at the cars in this parking lot. It looks like uh, the PTA convention out here. 
there is not one single cool car in yeah. that. And they're all line. black and silver. They're all, you know, I mean, I, and I get it, you know, you want to put your kid in a safe car. You want to make sure that they're, they're, you know, protected and I get it. You kind of don't. I don't. <laughs> My high school parking lot was just littered with the coolest cars ever. Yeah. Like what were some of those cars that were in the Spalding high school parking lot? Mach, uh, Mustang Mach Mark Mark ones, yep. big long thing. Yep. They had headrest by that time. Yep, that had the that had that real fastback window that you yeah. could barely see out of. Somebody had a TR6. Yep. Then, and what else? The Chrysler products. I don't think anybody had a any the Roadrunner or anything. No, nobody had stuff like that. There were a lot of satellites, uh, a lot of you know, sort of mid level, you know, which. You know, we're not cool cars, but you were made cool by yeah. putting a set of Craigers and, you know, a dual exhaust on it, you know. And the, the, the Galaxy 500, which at the time was not like super cool, not right? Cool. It was just kind yeah. of straightforward car. And only in, right. re in retrospect, it was cool. Right. Same, even more so with a Nova. A Nova was even less cool. A Nova was like your mother's car. And, and yet... They were made cool by by the kids at the Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Shashin Valley Technical <laughs> Vocational High School in Bill What What was some that of the was, initial put a, things? Put a set of shackles on the back and jacked it up. Oh, and shackles. Put, are yeah. the... Uh, the That's suspension? The spring shackles, okay. yeah. So to they get had it leaf up. springs on it to get the back end of the car for that stink bug stance, <laughs> as you like to say, yeah. Bradley. Yes, and I you, do. You put some, you know, Pro Track 60s on the back. And those are wheels? Tires. Tires. Big Krager Bigger mags wheels. on it. Yeah. Yep. yep. And it, they everything looked cool. All of a sudden, it was like, oh, you, you know... You're driving a satellite, and wow, that thing looks pretty cool. But now you're too young to remember the actual use of a... Eight track because all those guys had eight tracks in them. My so my how old are you? I ain't saying. You've got to be two years older than me. Maybe. Okay. So fine. I'll let's take that. let's <laughs> say that I'm two, you're two years older. By the time I was in high school driving my own car, the cassette was yeah was was uh, was required equipment. Yeah, I remember the of course the eight track had the liability At, that it would it stopped four times. Right. You needed to have your match. Yeah. And then click, click. Start again. Yeah. And also, people didn't take care of them. They were all over the floor. Right. You had these eight track boxes, but nobody put it back in the box. They were giant, too. You know, they were just like, they just threw them around. Where's that Zeppelin? Oh, it's over here. Give me that fog hat eight track. So, you can certainly join. What were the cars at your high school? You remember your high school parking lot? I know some of you. Some of you will be like the '56 Chevy. Others, it'll be you know more recent cars. And and like kids today, you know, she's sorry to sound negative, but what would they? What are they going to say? There was, there well, was a, it was a Toyota. I was trying to think of this the Toyota. other day. There I, are so, no cool cars. I I had in high school. I had for about a week. I had my Camaro '76 Camaro, and then I totaled that. And then I my senior year, I had for part of the year, I had a '78 Monte Carlo. That's and then a, I had a little Datsun pickup, 
there was a girl in my high school, I was trying to remember who it was the other day, who had a four-wheel drive Datsun pickup that was I thought was the coolest little truck ever. We're talking about cars and accidents and everything automotive. What, something I threw out there was, really, today, what's better, the, the latest model Camaro or the Mustang? I'm, I'm, I would go with the Mustang, and I, I'm perfectly happy to say Camaro. One thing that bums me out, and you know this, Craig Fitzgerald, our guest, from bestride.com, by the way. Correct. We haven't plugged that yet. We will later. Is just the very plain Jane, gray, molded interior in all these. Foop, it's so generic. Yes, yeah, I mean, you know, it was something that well, it, I I also come from the 90s when everything was just awful. And I don't know why anybody would buy a new car in the 90s. It was just it was like this uniform sameness. You got two colors. You could get battleship gray or you could get uh, artificial limb beige and that was it. But now you got you know, nice quality materials uh uh, decent colors. What about know, a, a nice white decent- car with red vinyl, you yeah, know, with red seats, that's a red what steering I like. wheel, and a red dash? A lot of people don't like that. I love it. I love like a lipstick red leather interior. I love it. 617-254-1030 on any of this stuff. And on a white car, yeah. on a black car, I think that looks really my, uh, cool. My cousin Steve, Stevie. Stevie G, he lived in Linfield. They had a place at Osby, New Hampshire, and I stayed over at their house at Linfield as a kid a long time ago. And they, he was going to drive up to Osby Lake, and he had a Cadillac convertible with red interior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cruising up. I remember going up Route 1 past that candy place. Yep. Putnam's Pantry or whatever. Yes, yep. And Mr. Peanut and all that. I remember that very spot with this this Cadillac with red interior. Isn't it weird? Like there's, we were talking, I was talking to my wife about this with food the other day. It's like th- th- there are foods that are like, uh, they're like a time machine. Like you get something in your mouth and it transports you back to being a kid. And I'm, I'm the same well, way with, with car what stuff. Is that? I got to break that down as a topic. Later, uh, so, so, so my, my wife made these cookies uh, the other day and she brought some into work and her boss she said it was like he he put one of these cookies in his mouth and it was like he was transported back 60 years to when he was a kid and his mother was making those cookies. It's amazing. And and it's the same way with with car stuff for me. There are there are indelible memories for me in being in cars from the 1960s and 1970s when I was a kid. It's a ama- it's it's really like I can sit in the, like the smell of an old car interior to me is transportation. Yeah. You know, there's levels of old too. There's there's kind of old car, and then there's really old car, like that your grit was old when you were grand your right. grandfather was, and it has this cloth top that's kind of old and dusty right. hanging down. That's yep. super old. Yep. Smell. Now, as far as tastes go, that would transport me back like food. Captain Crunch. Which really? Cap'n Crunch cereal. I only ate it as a kid, yeah. Crackers and milk. Did you ever do the crackers and milk no. thing? It's an old New Hampshire thing, I guess. Just well, saltine like a, crackers. Oh, saltines and milk? Saltine crackers just crushed up in a bowl, put milk on them. You're kidding. <laughs> nope. You'd be surprised. That is bizarre. <laughs> well, Never heard of that. 
Try it out. Eat okay. them before they get eat them, eat them before they get a uh, soft. Yeah. And at my grandmother's, they had maple walnut ice cream with saltines crumpled up on that. You're, You're kidding. Nope. That's wild. Maybe it might shock you. Huh. That sounds good. Okay. Maple walnut with a with a, a saltine sounds pretty good to me. All right. So you had an accident. We were gonna we're gonna talk about that, but we have some folks on the phone here. Oh, so, great. Uh, we'll, we'll go to first of. Marcus in New York, say hello to Craig Fitzgerald of BestRide.com. Hey, Marcus. How you doing there? How you doing? Good. Good. What's happening? I have a question, have a question about the uh, cars in the 70s. I'm in my early 50s. Okay. About, about, especially the Ford Motor Company. Um, when Ford came out with that um, Mustang II, mm-hmm. I don't know how, I don't know what you're thinking in those days, but they, had, they, they, they shrunk the Mustang down. But at the same time, they had cars like the Maverick, and they were coming to really crappy cars. Those Granadas and, and uh, uh, Monarch, right? But they were all like they were, they were like all over the place. Pinto like, and uh, Vega. Why? Why was why wasn't a Maverick at that time interchangeable with the Mustang before they shrunk it down? Because you see the potential there, but they didn't take it all the way. Yeah, I think so. So you know, the Maverick sized car was originally well, that was like the replacement for the Falcon. So and it was based on exactly the same mechanicals that the Mustang had at the time. So there was an you're right, there was an opportunity to do a small Mustang, you know, if they wanted to do that, do the Mustang 2 based on the on the Pinto. And then there was an opportunity to do one slightly bigger, which was the which would have been on on the Maverick chassis. But what you know and and I know everybody kind of doesn't like the Mustang too. They sold those things like crazy. They they sold unbelievably well, and I think you know remarkably so. They they the 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 larger Mustang that was kind of based on the same you know Falcon slash Maverick chassis was at the point where it was not selling all that well, and then. The the downsized Mustang showed up at the at, at the perfect time, which was you know right at the 1973 fuel crisis when everybody was getting rid of stuff with V8 engines. People were buying those four and six cylinder cars like crazy, like you know ridiculous numbers. So you know as much as you look back and you go, well, you know, boy, it would have been cool to have you know cars that were cooler than the Mustang too. Mm-hmm. I think at the time it kind of showed up right at the right time. Uh, can you hear that? I have one more question there on the side of General Motors. Back between seventy-five and eighty, General Motors they got it right with the uh, Cadillac Seville. Yep. Then after that, Cadillac went downhill. They, they, I've never seen a car so perfectly built like the first time because they, they were so popular. They were in Europe. I yeah. saw them in France and everything like that. Then they came out with these crappy cars in the nineties. Oh my God! It was right. Terrible. Right. 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 Yeah. I, I never I was never a fan of those early 90s uh, Cadillacs either. They they you know, they, they got it right a little bit later on, like when the uh, the the STS kind of came around and, and the later Eldorado, I thought was a really nice car. But their first attempt at those front wheel drive downsized cars were terrible. But the Seville, the fr- the very first Seville was based on a well, you know, the the seventies, you know, sort of seventy seven, seventy eight Seville was based on a Nova. Mm-hmm. That was a terrific looking car, 
And then the mm-hmm. next Seville was the one that everybody remembers that had the bustle back. You know, it had that sloped, you know, trunk to it. That and the El Dorado was that that downsized front wheel drive platform, and it was it was an awesome. They both were great cars. They they had engine problems. They they were you know they had that forty one hundred uh, aluminum engine, which was well ahead of its time, uh, and it just had issues at the time, and people had you know real significant problems with them. But I think you know uh, aesthetically they were a really handsome car. You're absolutely right. Thanks, Marcus. Right. Take care, brother. Cool you know, cars. Yeah, cool. You know, let's take a quickie before we go to the break. It's Scott in New Hampshire. Scott, what's yeah. up? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. Um, I'm calling about the uh, the Camaro and the Mustang uh, debate back and forth. Um, I grew up as a Chevy guy. Me too. And, uh, always loved Chevys. I had a 66 Nova Super Sport. Um, with a, it actually had a six-cylinder motor. Uh, I had a, a 70 Chevelle convertible Super Sport with a big block. Nice. Always, always a Chevy guy. Um, never really a Ford guy, but, and I hated Dodge. Yep. Uh, with, without a doubt. But uh, last year, we, we found ourselves out looking for a, a sports car to go out, be in the wife, have some fun at night or on the weekend. And uh, looking at the new cars, I couldn't do it on a Mustang. I thought the Camaros were so overpriced. Yep. Uh, especially to get a, a nice, throaty sounding motor. Yep. Uh, so it, it actually sounded like a muscle car. Um, and what I ended up with was the Dodge Challenger. It's a great car, uh, isn't it? I'll tell you, it's the. Um, I, I got the. Um, <laughs> did you get the RT? I got the RT. I got the Scout Pack. Oh, he did. That's, that's my favorite we talk car. About I love that car. It's but, it's the uh, best bargain out there. It really is. I, yep, and, and I got it with uh, Badger Delete. Yep. Um, it's black. It's got the black and red interior, the standard shift. Yep. Uh, it's got all the options you need. Do, I mean, do you mind? Do, oh, did, see, that's I'm what not, I was saying. Thirty-six grand. Really? It's amazing. And, and you know what? That car, when you turn it on, it sounds like a muscle car. Yep. And it just brings back the early seventies, late. 60 sound of yep. a car, they got it right. Hey, yeah, can you do me a favor and find a way to send me a picture of that car? Because I want to send it oh. to our mutual friend Lydia. Yeah, yep. She's got a charger. Yeah. She she needs a. Yep. The, the, that's great, that man. Car, a buddy of mine has the Dodge Demon. And uh, I mean, I thought mine was fast, but the Demon is. That's just crazy. Oh, yeah, they're crazy. Uh-huh. You, know, you know, but, but I, I don't know if you found this, but like, to me, and this is what I've been telling Bradley since we first met was that you, the, to me the Scat Pack is uh, that's all I need. I don't I don't need much more than that. I don't need a Hellcat. You know, like four hundred eighty five horsepower. Yeah, and um, it, it, you know it's funny. I I travel back and forth to Maine, uh, New Hampshire. I've been stopped so many times by the police, not for speeding. Yeah, but to check out the car because they love the car. Do yeah. they say yeah. it's, it's to check out the car, or are you just guessing that? No, no. I, I, I literally, I get stopped at like 2.30 in the morning coming back to Maine uh, by a, 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 an Epping cop. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm asking, I'm doing 65 on 101. And I'm asking, I go, you know, why, why are you pulling me over? He goes, ah, you were swerving just a little bit. And I go, yeah, like this blinding me, dude. And he goes, yeah, they kind of, he goes, so how do you like the car? <laughs> and he yeah. just started talking to me about the car. 
two thirty in the morning. I'm on the side of the road for like fifteen minutes. We're talking about the car. Yep. And um, you know, I said he asked me, "Is it fast?" I go, "Before you get to the cruiser, I'm going to be out of here." Yeah. And he goes, "Really?" He goes, "Here's your license registration." I took off. My wife's like, "You're going to get pulled over." I'm like, nah, "He wants to see it. He wants." You no, know, you should have let him drive it. Yeah, you should have said, "Hey, hop yeah. in." Back in the '80s, I had the '87 IROC with the 5.7. Um, and I was on a volunteer fire department at the time. I actually had a state trooper jump inside of it at a call, and he said, "Oh, I'm just going to move it." Took it down the road, come back like five minutes later. Oh, like, really? So, like, but because uh, it had the you know the alternate headlights and stuff like that for the volunteer fire department. But he got out and he goes, "Nice." Because I wish we could use these for pursuit. But. The the only thing I wish the only thing I wish that the Challenger had would would, would be a convertible. Uh, I I am a convertible guy. I, I I would love to have have a have a have a car like that. Yeah, you know, it, I I kind of agree with you, but it's like oh, they're great. Boy, I don't know. It's like the power that's in it, and, it, and it's funny because if you see a truck go by that's carrying cars, and they have a, an older version of that car, yep, and the new one on it, you can't tell the difference. No, I know. And the thing is, it's it's an ancient platform at this point it's a it's a mercedes from like 2000 and and it they they're it doesn't matter it doesn't matter they'll they'll continue to sell those forever thanks a lot scott yeah have a good night all right thanks a lot scott so so the challenger has a am i misunderstanding the challenger yeah it was was it was the old like an ancient e-class platform so that was the the the, the e-class was the basis for like the Chrysler 300, the original LH cars. So wow. like Chrysler 300 and Charger. And then they built the Challenger off of that many years later. Wow. And they've used the same platform this entire time. So 36 grand is a great, great thing. Great deal it's for fantastic. that. Right? Isn't that the best automotive deal there is? Absolutely. To me, it is. You can't you can't beat it. So why are you getting the Gladiator instead of that, by the way? Well, now, that's a different thing. The, the, and you know, for the thirty-six Jeep grand, gladiator. I can go out and buy a Gladiator too. Oh, that's the, that's 36? the beauty. That's All the right. beauty of 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 Mopar at this point. Okay, is you can buy cool stuff for not. I got the word from Rob that I have to break. I'm blaming Rob. Uh, it's WBZ. We'll get right to Wayne and maybe Don. It's WBZ. So they opened their big mouths, and out came talk. Jay talk. Jay talking. Talk with Bradley Jay. WBZ News Radio 1030. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bradley J. Oh, you're a smooth talker. You are. You are. This is a Bradley J on BZ Jay talking. You talk the talk. Do you walk the walk? WBZ News Radio 1030. Before we get to Wayne and Rockland, let me reintroduce Craig Fitzgerald of BestRide.com. And that is Craig, BestRide.com is what? Uh, so we're a, an automotive uh, buying service. If you're interested in buying a new car, we have inventory from dealers all over the place, and you can search for stuff that you're looking for. And 
save your searches. If you're interested in buying something, you can kind of see what's out there. New and used cars. And you yourself write articles. I write articles and edit articles and try to find interesting stuff to talk about. Must be cool to be a a real writer. It's really fun. What what else would I be doing? I'd be, I don't know, working in the mall somewhere? I don't know. (laughs) Working retail. I have no other talents. Working retail (laughs) at the Cinnabon. Yeah, that's right. Wayne in Rockland. What's up, Wayne? Say hi to Craig. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Wayne. How are you? Good. What's happening? I, well, I listen to you. I, I listen to him every night, uh, but this is the first time I've called since Larry Click. Oh, nice. awesome. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, I, you got me out of the woodwork. That's great. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I just bought a uh, Genesis, Genesis. Oh, yeah. Great car. Yeah, it is. But, you know, you're talking about safety. I was on the highway, and I'm re- and I'm, I'm ready to go around the car. I was doing about 70. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it went from like 70 to 50 in two seconds. Yeah. I, went, I, had, I was like four, four, four or five countless back. Right. So as I looked at it, it's, uh, it's on early. Yeah. It's, it was, there, there's technology that, that, you know, you, you really got to get used to some of this stuff. Because the way that you drive and the way that I drive is not necessarily what the manufacturer wants you to be doing in their car, I guess. Because no, you know, I've I've had I've it had the brake yeah, I've had the brake alerts come on. Um, one thing I do really like, especially when I'm in traffic, is the uh, um, the uh, automatic cruise control that kind of will follow at a prescribed distance. Uh, I, I use it all the time. I love it. I love me it. It took me a little while to get used to it, but I really have, have come to enjoy it. Uh, which it which Genesis did you buy? G80? Yeah, you got it. G80. That's yeah. that's yeah. such a terrific car. Um, they, it's, it drives like you wouldn't believe. Yep. Uh, so I so I just got, actually, last week, I got a look at the new uh, Kia Telluride, which is the yeah, full-size was- SUV. That, Beautiful, unbelievable, right? So, uh, you know, and I, you know, we asked about pricing on it, and you know, so I mean, gorgeous inside, beautiful outside, fully loaded, every single option on it, forty-seven grand. Yeah, exactly. It's a oh, smoking I, deal I think for my something son's like gonna that. Going to buy one. Oh, really? What are you talking? Yep, he loves it. They're they're awesome, I, and and they you are. know, I'm 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 a proponent of of kia and hyundai and genesis obviously at at this point um i think they make a fantastic car i don't think you really should have any concerns about owning those in the long term um you know that i but i'm really excited to drive that telluride there should be there should be one showing up in my driveway in the next few weeks and i'm I'm really interested in driving it yeah yeah i I can't believe how heavy it is the car yeah (laughs) It's a heavy car. Yep. yep. Water, feels good on the road, me. right? I mean, you know, when you you have a substantial car around you, it really feels good on the road. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It really is. But you're talking about older cars now. Uh, I'm older than you guys, believe me. And uh, one of my first cars, it was a 63 Chevy Supersport convertible. Yep. I had the 409 with quads in it. Very nice. I, we had it pushed up to about 440. Yep. <laughs> And uh, that thing was just—it was fast. Yeah, really. Four, it was four on the floor. And uh, when I was in school, this this girl, she was a friend of mine. Just we were good friends. That's all. And she had a 
you talk, you were talking about Mustangs, and she was always hounding me. She had a 64 Mustang yep. convertible. And it was the deep blue with the blue top. Yep. So anyway, she was always saying, oh, let me use your car. Let me use your car. Let, you can have mine. I was scared to death to give it to her, you know? Uh, yeah. So finally I said, yeah, go ahead. Later on that night, all my friends were saying, you wouldn't believe what she's doing to your car. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. See, I, ah, God, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> Wayne, is there well, any way I'm you like, can uh, send me a picture of that? I would love to see your, your 63 SS. Can you send me a picture? It's gone. I don't. I mean, I, I don't have it now. No picture though, from back no. in the day. I don't. Oh, that's too oh. bad. Okay, brother. You know, well, that's. I'm really hey, glad you called, Wayne. Thank you. Like I said, it's uh, you. You got me out of the wood here. I listen to you guys every night, though. Well, that's great. But call next week. Call yeah, any time now that you're back in, in now the that groove. You, now that you broke the seal, you got to call in again. Yeah. Yeah, I will. All right. Absolutely. Right on. Absolutely. Okay, take it easy, Wayne. So the Genesis, I don't know anything about the Genesis. Give me a 60-second rundown. So Hyundai, Hyundai uh, it's, it used to be the Hyundai Genesis. It was the kind of uh, upscale uh, uh, trim level, of, or, or you know, there was a model at the time. But now it's branched off into its own brand, and uh, it's called Genesis. And there's a G80, G90. Uh, there's, uh, I can't remember what the SUV that's coming is, is called. But anyway, great cars. Um, luxury vehicles, kind of on the, along the lines of a Lexus. Um, you know, it's sort of Lexus is to Toyota as uh-huh. Genesis is to Hyundai. He loves his. I everybody Hyundai's I've talked real, to, uh, Hyundai's a real option out there. Definitely yeah. is. Do not discount those cars. Well, our time draws to a close. That was fun. Craig Fitzgerald, thank you very much. Bestride.com is his job, and his well, one of his loves. Thanks a lot. You can get cars there, and you, he, Craig writes articles, and as you read his articles, you'll hear his voice, which is kind of cool, bestride.com. We talked about various cars, too, and you might want to look and see if there's a Pinto around in the in the uh, inventory. Yes. Probably not, but there might be. Could be. And it might be on bestride.com. Well, that was pretty professional ending there. <laughs> Thank you very much. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.